Welcome to the Dream Big Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Duff. (laughs) And my special guest, Ashley Banks. Yes. Please introduce yourself, let the people know where you're from, what do you do, and things of that nature. Okay, well... What's your um, name? What's your sign? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ashley Banks. I'm a Leo. (laughs) Um, I'm originally from Jersey. I'm a hairstylist, salon owner, um, educator for other beauty professionals. And then also, I do have a a brand for uh, salon tools as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm going to get into that. I've been (laughs) been doing a little research on your page. (laughs) I got my questions lined up for you. Um... (laughs) So tell me, so the first question is, I ask everyone is, are you living your dream life? Um, I am. I am living my dream. Um, Some things I can use improvement on, but overall, I am living my dream. I get to wake up and do what I love um, as far as servicing my clients, helping to mold and build like other beauty professionals. So yeah, I am living my dream. Nice, Mm -hmm. nice, nice. It has its pros Um, and cons, but overall... It's good. Okay, okay. And how long would you say you've been living your dream life? Uh, the last two years. So I opened my salon, um, the peak of the pandemic. I signed my okay. lease. Um, things are very, like, sketchy back then. Um, things were very sketchy back then, so for about two years now. It's been going pretty well. Pandemic, wow. Was there any nervousness going on to be open in during the time everybody was shut down, especially um, in the beauty industry? I was nervous, but I'm also a very big uh, risk taker. Um, I did go back and forth with the decision and I made sure that I covered my end. So I did let the building owner know like it's contingent on whether or not we get to open. But I was very nervous because it's a big responsibility. I never had my own salon. I never managed people before. Um, Prior to having my own salon, I had like salon suites or I had like a studio. So to have like my own like space was a lot, but I was definitely open to the opportunity. And I knew it would it would do well because I'm just. I just know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if I if I do it, it's going to get done. Okay. 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 Um, so tell me, so you say two years now living the, the dream life. Um, what did it take to get there? Who did you have to become to, you know, live this life that you're living? Um, it took a lot to get to where I am. Like if, when I look back on when I first started up until now, um, I was still me, but I was very new to what I was doing. So a lot of things I let slide um, because I'm not very, I'm business savvy, but when it comes to managing people and trying to mold other like stylists and beauty professionals, I didn't really know what I was doing. So it was very much like trial and error. Um, I made some mistakes along the way, but I was able to learn from those mistakes moving forward. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Nice, 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 nice. Any regrets? No regrets. Nice. Okay. 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 Now you mentioned before you were doing like salon suites and things like that, I guess Mm -hmm. just as a stylist. Mm -hmm. And then for how many years were you doing that? Um, I was doing that for about a year and a half, maybe about two years. And it was cool for me. Um, 
but my the suite that I had before I opened up my salon, I was growing very rapidly and I knew I wanted to employ stylists. I knew I wanted to offer more services. Like I was doing hair. I was also um, doing lashes. I was kind of like dabbing into nails as well. And I was just really spreading myself a little too thin and it was kind of wearing me out. So I knew like, okay, I need to have like more hands. So I need to actually employ yeah. stylists. So within about maybe like five or six months, I'm like, I need a bigger space, like for sure. And then the pandemic happened and I thought we were going to come back within two weeks. We didn't, that two weeks turned into like never even going back. And um, I happened to find the space that I'm in now and it's, it's perfect. Like I have all the space that I need to offer all the, or all the services that I wanted to offer um, before. Okay. Okay. So you've been open two years. Um, outside of the salon, you have AB Pro Tools. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, that's my newest uh, business venture because I am trying to move from, I'm trying to move from behind the chair to actually um, just like not even really being in the salon. So with the AB Pro Tools, I do have um, tools that are more so uh, marketed towards like hairstylists. Clients can use them as well, but more so for hairstylists that specialize in hair extensions. So I have a tape-in uh, solution remover. I have my microlinks toolkit, and then I also have um, professional flat iron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Got some things happening over there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. And 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 the and the goal is to add more products to that line. Absolutely. Um, my goal is to eventually like I have a bunch of products on my shelf that I use myself, and eventually I want to just remove those products and replace them with my own. So my own like heat protection, my own hairspray, my own cutting shears, just like my own everything. Nice. Nice. So where did this? come from like how did you just stumble upon the hair industry being a hairstylist like was that a childhood dream where did that come from um my aunt was a hairstylist uh, when I was younger I would watch her um service a bunch of different clients so men women um early in the morning late into the night and I would help her set up for the clients I would help her clean up I would sit in and watch her um so I guess it started like when I was a kid and then when I moved from Jersey to where I am now um, I couldn't find anybody to do my hair so I had to learn how to do my own hair and then I also didn't have any friends so I'm like okay if I can do their hair I can possibly make some friends from this too and I remember going over um I was I graduated uh high school and I started college and it was cool I wanted to be a psychologist but it was a lot of schooling and I wind up just dropping out and my mom's like, either you get a job or you go back to school. And I'm like, well, I don't want to work for the things that I want. So I'm like, you can handle that. I'll just go back to school. So I just went to beauty school and it's just been here ever since then. Nice. Not, not you handle that, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want to work. <laughs> dope, 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 dope. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm going to, dive into your Instagram. I like to okay. uh, see how the things people post, how relatable it really is to them. Okay. All right. Um, so first, on your business page, you have invest, relax, and change. Mm -hmm. Who came up with that marketing hook? Me. I'm the head of my marketing. <laughs> it's right. the whole team right. right here. 
Nice. And, and why invest, relax, change? Um, it's important to invest in yourself. I always invest in myself. I think that's very important. I tell all my friends that. I tell my stylist that. Like, even though you're working for me, still invest in you. So whatever you learn from here, make sure you apply it, you know, for now and into the future. Um, so what's the next one? You said relax? Relax. Yes. Um, it's important to relax. I love to work, but it's also important to just like sit down and just be still and just get back to you. That way you can like recoup and recharge and then get back to what you have to do. And um, the next one was change. Change. Yeah, change. Um, changes are a good thing. Some people see change as a bad thing. I think if you're growing and expanding, you're going to change and you should. Um, you should be changing for the better. So, yeah. Hey, this is true. Some people change for the worse, but yeah, I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got another one for you. You you got a post on one of your um, slides pictures, and this quote says, "My ultimate goal is to wake up every morning feeling overwhelmingly thankful about the kind of life I've created for myself." Mm-hmm. Does that define you to the T? Are you at that ultimate goal? I'm not at the ultimate goal. Um, sometimes I do, I guess, like, forget how blessed I am, and it's hard to be thankful for those things. But I, like, on my downtime, I have to remember, like, you are in a better place than you were last year, two, three, four years ago, when you were, I was working in my studio apartment, taking clients from sun up to sundown. I mean, if it was 11 o'clock at night, you needed your hair done, I was doing your hair. So now I'm at a place where I can turn down clients or like I work three days a week, so I don't have to take clients every single day. So I have more charge um, as far as like when it comes to my scheduling. So um, I do try and remember to be thankful for where I am. Um, Some days I'm not, but overall, I'm at a good place. Nice, nice, nice. And one more I got for you. One more. Okay. <laughs> um, you put, don't announce your price increase. Just increase the price. Yeah. I hate when people Why? do that. I hate when stylists do that because me as a consumer, if I see that, it's just like, okay, but why? Why are you raising your price? Why do you feel the need to tell me that? Um, if your service is good, if the quality is great, I don't care about the price. I'm going to pay whatever. And that's just me. As a consumer and then also as a service provider, I raise my prices, not often, but if I learn a new skill, if I got faster at what I'm doing, then I am going to increase my price. And my clients and my guests, they don't question that because they know the work that I put in, they know the quality of my work, and they just pay it. So when people do that, I'm like, who are you really trying to fool here? Like, are you trying to convince yourself or are you trying to convince your clients that you're actually worth that price? So you don't have to tell anybody, just do it. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Look at you. Look at you. Okay. Okay. How important is transparency to you? Um, It's very important to be transparent. You don't have to show your hands to any and everybody because to me, that's just stupid, especially when it comes to business. But when it comes to people I care about, people that I love, or like my employees, I like to be very black and white with them. So I'm very upfront. Um, if you're doing something great, I'm going to say that you're doing a great job. But if you're not, I'm going to let you know, like, what you're doing is not cutting it. So you have to either, like, fix it or you got to you gotta go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Are you a uh, strict boss? 
I'm a balance ball. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, balance. So, um, I do, there are rules in place. I do enforce them, but I like to give people grace. That's very important. So I'll warn you, and then I'll give you a few weeks, a month to fix it. And then I'll have that chat with you again to see if there's been improvement. And then if not, I'll give you a few more weeks. We'll have that chat again, see if we see improvement. And if I don't, it's like, okay, like I gave you one, two, three chances, and you haven't fixed anything. It's not good for business. It's very repetitive. I don't like to repeat myself, so you have to go. It's unfortunate. It sucks sometimes, but you got to do what you got to do. I understand that. I understand that. So, Leo, how uh, how old are you, Leo? I am 32. You, 32. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Young boss out here. <laughs> and it seems like you've had this entrepreneur spirit since a youth. You ain't want to work for nobody, so. No. <laughs> you decide, I'm going to go ahead and go to school, figure out how to work for myself real quick. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Now, um tell me a little bit about what else is on the bucket list uh you opened up the salon you have the tools in place for your hairstylist uh what's some other things on the bucket list when it comes to that to to your beauty business um eventually i know i would like to i guess like open up like my own like beauty academy um i've gone to beauty school i've talked to other beauty professionals and we all say the same thing like it sucks like i didn't learn anything they didn't give me a proper tool so like advanced a lot of the girls that i did go to school with they're not even doing hair some of them are like nurses or they're just doing like whatever other job that there is but they're not hairstylists so it's like you spent that twenty five thousand dollars on an education and you didn't even use it or you weren't even taught the proper thing so I think eventually I do want to open up like a beauty academy. That way I can really like teach these girls how to properly be, you know, a stylist, not only with the skill set or like the passion, but also like what you're, what you really need to be learning and professionalism as well, because there's a lot of stylists that just aren't professional and it's it's horrible. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Giving back, <laughs> yes. giving back to the people. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Have you say you found your purpose? I did. I have. Um, my purpose is to teach. Um, I love teaching other stylists. I love it. I love it. So that's my purpose. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's your service that you're providing back. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Are you big on uh, reading? Are you a big reader? I'm trying to get back into reading. When I was a kid, I would read a lot, um, but I would say two weeks ago, um, I picked up a book that I bought years ago. I picked up um, The Alchemist. So I, okay, I, didn't read, I didn't read much of it. Yes, everybody says it's such a great book. And when I first picked it up, I read maybe like five pages. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I put it back down. Um, I, started it, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I started reading it again. I'm like, okay, like, um, I have to finish it. So my goal is to finish it by the end of this month. So I have some time. Nice, nice. I'm going to check back with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> See how you're doing with that. Yeah, I'm going to hold you accountable. <laughs> Speaking of holding you accountable, what are some things that you've put in place? Because I see you are a business owner. You're a boss uh, type person. You're a leader. What are some things you put in place to hold yourself accountable? Um, I have a lot of lists. 
So okay. I write things down and I try and check off at least like two or three things off of that list per day. Um, so that's how I hold myself accountable. And then also I'm trying to put myself on a schedule once again. So waking up at a certain time, um, doing these amount of things to my business, going to the gym, eating breakfast, just like little things like that. Okay. Okay. What's some encouragement you'll give to, you know, a young stylist out there who's, you know, ready to get out of these salon suites, especially in Atlanta. It's so many stylists and so many salon suites and salon lofts and everybody pretty much have the same complaint. Um, they, they ready to get out of there. The suite is not functionable. This is this, this is that. Um, what's some words of encouragement or something you can tell them like to make that leap of faith? Um, it's a hustle. It's definitely a grind. So you have to make sure that you're ready to actually take that leap. Cause a lot of people want to be a boss because they think it's just like, Oh, I can just tell people what to do. X, Y, and Z. That's not what it is. Um, you have to make sure you have the proper tools. So don't rush it. Um, take your time, build your clientele while you're in that salon suite. You don't have a huge overhead. You're only paying, whether it's your monthly rent, your daily rent. Um, once you do actually get like a big salon, it's not just paying the rent for the building. You actually have to have licensing. You have to have zoning approved. You have to have insurance. You have to have stylists. And then you also are responsible for two, three, four, five other people, depending on how big or small you want your team to be. Um, but don't rush the process. Just take your time. Don't jump until you're ready. Nice. Don't jump until you're ready. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. I got some more for you. I got some more for you. And then we're <laughs> going to break to another section that okay. I do, which is called Pick Your Vision. And I'm going to give you these multiple choice options, and you just tell me what would you rather. Okay. Um, we're not going to do that just yet. See, this is different <laughs> for me because I'm normally on air. And so I would normally be having this interview and then I cut to some music. And, and I was supposed back. to be in Atlanta. Um, I blocked my calendar off. I think it was for December 5th through the 11th. But okay. um, I had to let a stylist go. So I had to cover their books. So I'm like, I can't just leave the salon when I have clients that are looking to be serviced. But yeah, I would have been out there. Hey, well, we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Now, I'm, I'm glad you just brought that up, right? So you mentioned, like, the overhead is low when you're dealing with suites, and you're not dealing with so much. And talk about, like, what happens. You being a boss, well, not a boss. Let's take that out. You're being the owner of the shop, and you have a status you got to let go. You can't really make moves for yourself. Like, if you have plans like you just had mm-hmm. and you had to cancel them, does that happen a lot? Like, speak on that. Um, it doesn't happen often, but there are definitely sacrifices. So there are times where um, a stylist is late. So I have to come in and, like, prep the client or sit with the client. Um, or if a stylist just straight up can't come in, I have to figure out if another stylist can take them, if I can fit the client into another stylist's book, or if I just got to take them. Um, but it definitely comes with a lot of sacrifice, which is why I tell people, like, not everybody is made to be a boss um, and it's, and that's okay. It's okay to just be the employee. Um, it's kind of easier to just be that. But um, when it comes down to being like the boss or the owner of a salon, it comes with a lot of responsibility um, and a lot of pressure as well. Hmm. Now, have you ever had a day job outside of doing hair? Like 
Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was that? Um, I worked a lot of jobs before. I actually was just like, all right, girl, like you're meant to be a stylist. So I worked for, um, I worked in a lot of call centers. So I worked for companies like T-Mobile, um, insurance companies like Aetna. I worked for Wells Fargo. Um, I worked for Medicaid. I worked for Amazon. I worked pretty much every single job in this area I worked in. Until one day I had a part-time job and I'm like, all right, I'm going on break, guys. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. And I just never came back. Like oh, I, wow. my, my thought process was just going to grab coffee and then coming back. And I was driving home and I'm like, what are you doing? And like I said, I never went back. I blocked them so that, you know, that way they couldn't call me. I went and picked up my check and I never worked another job after that. Um, mm. so I worked regular jobs. Um, it did mold me. Now, was um, that like just a click that happened? Like, wait, you yeah, so you left like was you was like, going to break and you yes, just went home. My intention was to just go on break, grab a coffee and then come back. And I'm driving like, what are you doing? Like, you just drive past like the Starbucks. But I'm like, no, like I can't do this anymore. Like, that's not my purpose. Like the whole time when I did work like nine to five jobs, I'm like, you're not happy like you're making money like you're making good money it doesn't even matter but you're not happy like you're not doing what you love and it was it was pissing me off so i just had to do what i had to do like i had no plan i had no money saved it was just like all right either you're going to sink or you're going to swim and thankfully mm -hmm. i've been good that's awesome and a lot of people are afraid to take that that type of chance like just walk yeah. off a job <laughs> and it's like i'm gonna just figure it out like yeah that's 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 something that's something um tell me how are your parents in supporting you on this entrepreneur journey um my mom and my stepdad are like my biggest fans like if i need something fixed or painted or hung up in the salon my stepdad like he's right on it like right after work he'll do what he has to do um, my mom is always there to support me whether it's like bringing me coffee or food or if I don't have a receptionist, like she'll sit in and she'll cover reception. So they're they're very good at supporting me. Nice, 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 nice. Look at that. That's <laughs> awesome. Shout out to the parents that support. You know, they got that Kanye moms over there. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So we're gonna jump into my section, which is pick your vision. Excuse okay. me, I don't know why my I was just running for no reason. It's a bug um, going around. Nah, I ain't got that, baby. Nah. <laughs> Don't put that on me, please. But it is. It is. And the weather, especially in Atlanta, this weather changes drastically. Yeah, like, I was looking at the weather like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> it was just like in this 50. Now today it went up to like 73. Mm -hmm. like, and then tomorrow it's going to drop right back down in the 60s. Like, it's just weird. But... It's Atlanta for you. All right, where we at here? Let's get to my questions. All right, so this is the section where I do pick your vision. Okay. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. You tell me, what would you rather? Okay. okay. All right. What would you rather, have a pause button or a rewind button? Oh. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, that's a good question. I would say a rewind button. Okay, why? 
Um, sometimes, and I'm working on this, I can be very impulsive. So I'll okay. react right off emotion. And then later on, I'll sit and think like, damn, you didn't have to say that. Or you didn't have to do that. So if I could just rewind and then just go back and fix it, I would do that. But then again, I could, yeah, a rewind button. Forget the pause. Yeah, rewind. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. What would you rather? Have someone see all your pictures in your phone or read all your text messages? <laughs> um, I would say pictures. Okay. Um, because my pictures, like, in my phone are, I would say, 70% of my clients, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not the messages, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Let's pick your vision. What would you rather? Have fame and fortune or love and wisdom? Uh, I would say... Um, love and wisdom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Fame and fortune. I feel like a lot of people aren't happy when it comes to like fame and fortune. Like, you can have all the money in the world, but then it's gonna sound so cliche. But if you don't have somebody to share it with, then it's like, what for? What's the point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the point? Okay. 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 All right, pick your vision. What would you rather? Accomplish all your small goals or achieve one big goal? Um, all of my small goals. Because my small goals lead up into like the big ones. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. You didn't bail out on that one. <laughs> okay, okay. What would you rather? Manipulate the past or manipulate the future? Um, I would say the future. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The past Why the future? Of, the, the past molds me into who I am now. Okay. And then if I could somehow like change Have control the future over or like what's to come. foresee it, that would be great. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. 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 What would you rather? A world with no internet? Or the world without the telephone? The world with no internet. I feel like, okay. yeah, I okay. feel like the internet and social media has made people, not all, but a lot of people, I don't want to say like stupid, but kind of just like dense. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would rather dense. not have the, the internet. <laughs> Because people, yeah, the internet. Just leave it at that. Okay, okay, cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. What would you rather, to be given $1 million or to earn $1 million? Given. Okay, I'm tired, why? I'm tired, I'm tired of working for my money. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm okay. tired of working for my money. Just make it easy for me one time. You give me a $1 million, I'll be a billionaire. Hmm. Because you are a hustler. Mm hmm Okay. 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 All right. We got about three more. Okay. What would you rather? Know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Uh, 
I guess how, because if I knew when, I would probably just like sit at home and just wait for the day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know when. But how? How sucks too. But I'll just pick the how. Because how sucks. <laughs> it's like and you know it's like, like if you're like, in that moment, like oh shit, this <laughs> is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm, that's a good one. Pick your vision. Would you rather lose your hearing or your sense of color? Um, I would say hearing. Because um, hmm. I'm a hairstylist, so I want to be able to, like, see, like, the colors, the transformation. So I'll need to hear you to know what you want. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Second to last one. What would you rather have unlimited time or unlimited money? Um, unlimited time. Yeah, because okay. time is so valuable. And if I got unlimited time, I can make a lot of money. True. Mm-hmm. That's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. All right. <laughs> now, this is the bonus question. I give oh, everybody no. this because I just want to see people's response. Okay. <laughs> All right. In the year 2023, your last two candidates that's running for president is Yay and Donald Trump. Pick your vision. <laughs> what would you rather? Yay or Donald Trump as your president? I don't know how to answer this question. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, if I pick this, then it's that. If I pick that, then it's this. Um, I mean, at this point, I would just... Hmm, I don't like either one of them. So let me make that clear. But I would go with Kanye. Only okay. because we see what... No, don't do that. We see what <laughs> Donald Trump did and the mess that he made. So I'm like, just just give this nigga a chance. So yeah, you might as well give Yay a chance. Yeah, you might give Yay a chance. Yeah, mine is okay. Well. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. That wasn't so hard, was it? No. Look at that. All day, see? I'm like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. <laughs> nah, I, I like to keep it light, simple. <laughs> You know, I don't, I like to always come back to conversations, be able to do an interview again, see where you're at now, try to go over some things that maybe we didn't talk about before. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I'm not heavy on gossip and I don't really need to good. know what you got going on in your life, I'm. my thing is I want people to see that it's possible to live your dream life and your dream life is your vision. It don't have to be anybody else's, mm-hmm. you know? So I like to get people that's like me, that's, you know, doing their thing and they're young and, you know, they did it their way and it's possible. And so yeah, more people absolutely. can see that it's possible. You don't have to be T.I. or Jay-Z or Rick mm-hmm. Ross or, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or something to be <laughs> living your best life when your best life is what you defined it to be. Right, absolutely. Um, and then see that people take a chance. You know, I don't think we see enough of people that's like normal. 
in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, actually took a chance on themselves right. and it worked. Mm-hmm. People feel like, oh, I can't do that. And so I like to have, you know, conversations with people that I can see. Like, yo, she took a chance on herself. She's doing mm-hmm. something. She got a whole article written up uh, on her. She popping out there in Lehigh Valley. <laughs> That's what it's called? Lehigh Valley? Yeah, Lehigh Valley. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and which is like small town USA. Mm-hmm. And sometimes actually, people overlook actually, it's that. Actually, it's the, it's the third biggest city in Pennsylvania. I just found that out. Really? Yeah. Which says a lot about Pennsylvania because it's Pittsburgh, Philly, and then Allentown. And then the rest of the Uh, towns are very small. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. I got a buddy, man, um, who went to school uh, at Albright, which is in Redding, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And we used to go up to Allentown, like to play ball or whatever, I guess to play against the school that was up there. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, it is a little. I wouldn't say small. It looks small. I'm from New York, so everything looks yeah, small exactly, to me. But, exactly. Exactly. Um, but it was it was nice up there. It's chill. It's chill. It's definitely different than, um, well, really, Redding and all Jamestown, all that kind of looked the same to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. None of it looks different to me. Right. But, <laughs> but that's dope. That's dope. Because you would think like, like I say, some people would think. I got to run to Philly and do something. That's the the major city. Or oh, I need no, to go down a, to New York. True, or though. I need to. I you have to go to Philly if you want to have fun. That's where I go. Oh really? That's <laughs> yeah. only but thing. To but do you made a business for eat. yourself yeah. outside of it. Of course, of course. But if you want to have a social life, you go to Philly. I go to Philly. Gotcha. <laughs> you go to Philly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. So before we get out of here, and get out of here, I mean you know, wrapping up the conversation. Um, tell the people where can they find you on social media, um, all that stuff, all your handles, just where they can find you. Blah, 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 um, blah. So on Instagram, you can find me at uh, links by Ashley Banks. <clears throat> and then I do have a website. It's ashleybanks.net. And I'm also on TikTok under another Ashley. So, yeah, follow me. <laughs> on TikTok, it's Another Ashley. That's what it is? Yeah, it's called Another Ashley. Yep. Another Ashley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there two Ashleys going on? You got an alter ego? Yeah, I do. I'm business Ashley. And then on TikTok, I can just speak my mind. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what speaking your mind looks like to you? What does that look like? Um, I'm more opinionated on my business page. I'm very much just business. So, I don't really put too much of like my personal life up there. I don't really speak on like current events on there. I keep it very much, I guess, like politically correct. Um, everything is more so geared towards like pushing my business forward. And then on like TikTok, I can be more just like open and just myself. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, <laughs> I'm Jimmy Doe. This is the Dream Big <laughs> Podcast. This is a wonderful interview. This was and cool. I enjoyed this. This was dope. This <laughs> me was too. Dope. Me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah, this is dope. This Definitely dope. have me back. Well, you know, I gotta. You know, that's gonna happen. <laughs> gotta get you back. Gotta get tell the people. Hey, look, I'm on my third salon. Right. I'm catch up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all better get with the program. Y'all see the Model X out there? The doors went up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, check me out. <laughs> so is that is that the goal as well to to open up more salons? 
Um, I would definitely like to open up another salon. Um, I would say next year I would like to be living in Atlanta. I was going to move, um, well, next year as far as, far as like 2024. I was going to move in 2023, but um, there's a few things that I want to do here first before I just up and leave. But by 2024, I do want to be in Atlanta, um, whether it's like having like my own studio or salon. Um, but I definitely want to like take my brand and move it south. Dope, dope. Well, your brand is needed south. Yeah, I, Let them I, know. I'm told. <laughs> Let them know. 